You're listening to the Can Dare Podcast, your sidekick in the quest for knowledge, power, and entertainment. So strap yourselves in and prepare for victory! And welcome to another episode of Candare, your tribute to comics and pop culture. I am Jeremy Colley. And I'm Jack Doherty. I'm Jake Runyon. And we are guestless this week, gentlemen. All alone. Without guests. All alone. But you know what? Sometimes we turn out some pretty damn good episodes when we don't have a guest. Yeah, and we're here fact. just able to act ourselves, you know, chill with our pants. Well, I guess we got our pants on, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Metaphorically, we are fully pantsless right now. <laughs> we're, in, we're in the nude. So <laughs> Spiritually. <laughs> we have a good show for you, nonetheless, though. We are going to be looking back into pop culture history once more for this week's Retro Roundtable. And uh, again, since we don't have a guest, we're going to extend that segment a little bit and maybe talk about a few of the things that Jake will uh, tell you here in just yeah, a little bit in our old-timey radio two reel. Topics. Two topics. It will be fun. Get excited. It will be fun. You know, I hear from a lot of listeners that the Retro Roundtable is one of the favorite parts of the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Hey, if we just make it, you know, the majority of the episode, come on. Can't go it's wrong, right? for everybody there right. if they're not into the comic part of it. Right. But if they are, we're still going to swing open the door to the comic vault a little bit later. What do we have to talk about, gentlemen? I'd like to talk about a podcast this week. Ooh. Yeah. I want to give a shout out to the No Sleep Podcast. Okay. This is... This sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. I had you brought it up briefly. About them before, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I think I actually looked them up. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to... Uh, they've really been keeping me afloat these last couple of weeks as I've been dying in my bed, so uh, I want to I wanna give some appreciation. Wait, what's wrong? Too. You've been sick under yeah, the weather or yeah, what? Yeah, just feel a little under. I'm sorry. That's okay. Are you contagious? No. Yeah, keep it over there. You know what? <laughs> Fuck you. Get closer to your pop filter to keep the I'm germs I'm going to cough away. directly to my left. No, don't do it on the pop filter. Then it'll be stuck in the pop filter. Then the... Well, who cares? We love you, right? Yeah. So after I mean, it's his pop filter. He'll yeah. just he'll get sick again. We'll just keep the cycle going. <laughs> it never gets you, better. What about you, Jack? What do you got over there? I have the order of the stick. Oh boy. Hmm. There's a there's a blast from the past. I mean, I guess it's still going, but I remember. Have you read it? It's like really popular in my group of friends. Yeah, that's pretty fun. Yeah, good times. Oh, good time. I'm going to be. I uh, read the second issue of Off Girl. Nice. And um, I think we need to live up better to our end of the bargain with uh, helping Tina Fine get her word out there. Mm. Not that we've left it undone, but I think we need to spout it some more. Agreed. So I, I'm going to be incredibly vague when I talk about it because I don't, I don't know. I think I already told a lot about that first issue, and sure. I don't want to just keep giving more tidbits of the story out. But I'm just going to give enough to lace the intrigue and tell people where to it's go. like a slow narration of the book. <laughs> Something where like we that. last left off. <laughs> Scene one. Right, right. But before we do all that, Jake. You guys should probably go to all of our social networking outlets. Hell, you can do it right now while the podcast plays. Ah, multitasking. Check us out on Twitter at CannedAirPod and Instagram at Canned underscore Air. And don't forget, if you like what we do, head on over to Patreon, throw a few bucks our way, hit that $5 mark, and you have access to the Founders Club. Yes, indeed, indeed, which includes access to our other show, the Candare Patreon pod that you can only get by being a founder. It's a good time, people. It's a good time to uh, have a few extra dollars to lend to a podcast who needs a helping hand. A you are looking to need. <laughs> you are looking for another podcast? Well, there you go. There it is. All right. I think enough banter here. Let's kick it off with this week's Retro Round Table. Engage. <laughs> Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! This week in pop culture history, 1960, the first ever laser was patented. 1963, Alcatraz Prison was finally shut down and all remaining prisoners were transferred. And then finally in 1980, who shot JR, the Dallas cliffhanger that would leave people on the edge of their seats for probably longer than they should have been? 
very nicely done. Thank you. <laughs> Love it when you do that. Thank you. So this week we're going to be talking first about lasers and the influence they have had on science fiction and uh, just pop culture in general. Dude, laser equals future. You know, it really does, and it still does. I mean, yeah, it it's really the does. look and sound of science fiction across right. the board. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, uh, it seems to in all kinds of media be the space weapon or alien weapon of choice, right? Sure, because, I mean, from a scientific standpoint, <laughs> from a pseudo-scientific standpoint... <laughs> Careful. Laser beams are more or less unaffected by gravity, right? Like a bullet. Correct. You'd have spiraling off, no air to travel through for your rifling. A laser's just kind of firing off in a straight line. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you wouldn't even... I was going to say, well, you could shoot a bullet and it'd just go in that straight line. I mean, gravity wouldn't affect it either, but you wouldn't have the combustion, you know, inside the gun to even launch the bullet. It, it mm-hmm. just wouldn't work right. It'd go spiraling off. It'd be crazy. Mm-hmm. So is it movies that spawned the want to make a laser? Because I'm sure they were using they, they were hmm. using lasers way before. Because that was the 60s when it was well, finally you, invented. You think of like, you know, ray guns and all that before we started using the word laser. So mm-hmm. I think conceptually it's been there for a long time. You can go all the way back to like... Uh, ray guns were usually just like heat, heat, uh, yeah, heat rays. And so. They were talking about things like that in the early 1900s. Yeah, you know, this, right. this is fiction fair for a long time. So I think the word laser became attached once laser technology was developed. And I'm pretty sure... Well, I know for a fact, actually, I've... Dug back into some old, uh, like, royalty-free movies from, like, the 30s and stuff that uh, are in black and white and crudely, you know, the effect work is crudely done, but there's definitely lasers in those. So, I mean, it uh, definitely predates, would you say, 1960, the first uh, patented laser. So, yeah. Well, no, Star Trek first done that was the, the 60s. early 60s mm-hmm. and the thing is laser has become like this catch-all term it's almost a slang thing laser is an acronym i remember pushing this in everybody's really? face when i was younger yeah light amplification by stimulated emission of radiation it's a very specific thing but in sci-fi and pop culture it's just become the term for like any gun that doesn't fire a physical round you know i remember looking through a um, what was it? It was like a Star Wars tech encyclopedia. You remember with the exploded views and stuff, right, spaceships right. and all that. And they would talk about how like some backwards planets still use chemical propellant slug throwers in there. <laughs> you mean a gun? Are we talking about guns right now? <laughs> yeah. Right. Laser gun goes pew pew. Yeah, that's the noise. Bullet gun That's another bang, thing I was going to say. Just pew pew in itself. You know, it's added something to, uh, what would you even call it? Um uh, it's lingo, new, feel, new it's age, yeah. kind of like the same thing that like LOL or sure. falls mm. into. I mean, I know it's not a... It's like you think of that sound, the high tension steel cable or whatever getting flicked, you know? Right. Yep. <laughs> yeah, for sure. There was a game that I uh, I liked way back when who, that uh, touched on that subject. They were very up their own ass about it. They were like, even though laser is an acronym and refers to a very specific technology, for the purpose of this game's rule set, we'll be calling any direct energy weapon a laser. And like, calm the fuck down. (laughs) But it's it's cool, you know, because there's a whole world of things. You've got lasers and masers, and, and then you've got... Star Trek's phaser, who knows what that stands for? We've got taser, which I don't oh, yeah. think is an acronym. That's just electricity. Though. Yeah, yeah, so. Hmm, I didn't think about that. Right. It's that word has been influential. It's it's not recognized as an acronym. It's just the word laser. It is what it is, you know. It stinks we haven't gotten to laser bullets, I guess you would call it, just like the the short laser like blasters Bla- like yeah. from Star Wars. Instead of we have just we can only do beams. I see what you're saying. Yeah, because yeah. you can't have like a laser that's yay big. You know, yeah. you're not going to find. Well, you know, once it's it funny shuts off, it turns off all together. Right. And all kinds of games have like little logical workarounds for this. I, I, I know I keep going back to games, but that's where you see a lot of this stuff mm-hmm. kind of explained, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. I'm making air quotes for you people at home. I mean, Christ, in Halo 3, the laser rifle. Come on. Yeah, remember that thing? <laughs> yeah. And, and that's the thing. That's the like the Spartan laser fires a concentrated beam, mm-hmm. like snaps, and then it's gone. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just 
done. It's a laser. The plasma gun fires those little slow-moving projectiles. There's travel time. Remember, you take a game like Fallout, where they're describing their plasma weaponry. They said, like, a, oh, a super accelerator creates a stable toroid of heated gas in a magnetic cocoon that disperses over such and such. What they're saying is they, like, capture the energy in some magnetic field and project that field. And I just think it's really cool the way different fictional settings try to work around that concept because everybody wants that you know they want the projectile to be made of energy but at the same time it's like that's not a thing that really happens after so long the field would just fizzle out i was gonna say wouldn't it it like immediately like start to dissipate like as soon as it left the end of the gun like pretty good for maybe a thousand meters and all of a sudden yeah (laughs) so then you get like these hybrid weapons like the most recent doom they talk about your basic pistol fires a some some element, some alloy the bullets are made of that breaks down at a certain rate as it's leaving the barrel. Mm. And by the time it reaches its intended like effective range, it's just superheated gas. But because it's reached that state so quickly, it's still got impact or something. Mm-hmm. Other things that talk about like cocooning a projectile and like some nimbus of plasma energy, which brings you to the same problem of diffusion, still makes no fucking sense. But it's just, it's cool because your brain takes you in this little journey. You know, something about weapons really opens up the human imagination. Yeah. It was awesome in the military when we were firing off our tanks. And uh, when those shot, it looks like it's shooting a goddamn laser just the way the round hits because it's got, it's got the projectile and it's got these. Uh, pedals they're called around it so it, it has something to fill up the gun tube and when it leaves the gun tube the pedals leave so oh, it's yeah, just like a straight the beam splits off oh yeah. yeah but goddamn, you'd swear that was a laser just this bright red beam just going down the range wow that's incredible or like tracer rounds going off mm, yeah. you get that visual effect that's like really sharp you know you so fun watch a video of like a vulcan cannon or something sure. off the side of a gunship <laughs> and it just looks like they're firing a laser beam they may as well be you know yeah, for the rate of fire much. on those things well you mentioned you know laser weapons i mean think of one of the biggest fictional weapons there is is the uh, lightsaber you know yeah mm-hmm. and People have been trying to make that a reality for how long now? <laughs> effect, yeah. You get on YouTube, you can find all kinds of people's different uh, attempts at lightsabers. But one guy I did see had, I mean, it was about the size of a normal lightsaber. What was that? Be a hilt, a grip, yeah. I grip, guess. I guess. And um, the laser that came out the end was, you know, I, I don't know. A lightsaber is probably what about an inch in diameter? Yeah, that seems like the right. the beam is. But this was like. Uh, Maybe like the size of a pencil, maybe smaller. In Rebels, they've got the little tiny anemic lightsabers. Oh, they do? Uh, yeah. They're, they're, okay, so I guess it no, might work pretty, pretty narrow in that. Yeah, line, yeah. They? I'm like, what is this? But the laser obviously didn't, you know, stop no. after, you know, two, three feet or whatever. But um, what was cool is he set it down and, like, it was going across the room and hitting the couch. And at that distance, it wasn't doing any damage. But he took a CD and, like, put it into the beam. Oh, and yeah. as he started to bring it toward the stock... Then it started to burn. Like at a certain length out of the the thing, the grip it was coming out of, it was really hot. Did you have to put like a black light so you could see the beam, or do you just like no? It was like off? a bright blue. You was could it? see the lights were low, but yeah, it was bright blue. I think you probably would have been able to see it with the lights on. Hmm. But then he took the same CD and just like real, real close to the grip, just drug it down through that laser, and it just immediately like cut it straight in half. That's insane. That's, that's why you can't point. It's like uh, it's it's illegal to to shine your laser pointer at like low flying aircraft. Though people do it. Oh they, yeah, because they're, they're immediately assholes, but arrested after. Yeah, you can down a plane with something like yeah. that. I, I remember hearing a a pilot who had survived. I think it was a crash because someone had fired a, one of those really high end laser those pointers, bright green ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said it was like getting hit with a fastball right in the face. It's just like the light and the heat, and there's a sort of pressure. I guess it hits you so fast, you become completely disoriented, and it's the plane dropped. You know, you well, can't toast your retinas it. too if you get yeah, too long. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know what it, what's in someone's head that makes them want to do that. I mean, That's, dude, nothing good, right? How how far can a uh, laser travel before it starts to break up or fade away? You know what I mean? Like, same as any other light, I suppose. You know, I guess it depends on the environment. Like in a perfect vacuum, like we is. can see starlight from however many. You know, it, no, it can't. It can't be the same. Though. I mean, if you were in like a dark gymnasium. 
saying at one end and you had just a normal flashlight, you're not going to be able to project that beam all the way to the other end, to no, the other wall. No, it's not concentrated. Yeah, exactly. So I'm saying with a, with a concentrated laser, it's got to travel farther than normal light. Oh, yeah. Uh, sure. So I'm just wondering how long that would travel. Before I guess it, it depends on to, the laser. I mean, if you're able to sit at home and, like, hit fucking airplanes in the sky, I mean, come That's on. That's a pretty good effective range. I would say. I saw a YouTube video not too long ago of a new military weapon they have that's on ships that they can down they Just shoot missiles. down rockets, yeah. Yeah, and it's, they, they're like, yeah, you don't have to worry about clouds or nothing. No drew, drop of the, the, the round because of gravity or nothing. They you can just, just take ballistics out of the equation. Yep. If I had a powerful enough laser pointer, could I go out in the yard and shine it effectively onto the surface of the moon? I would say no. <laughs> probably probably <not>. couldn't <laughs> hold that in your hand. <laughs> I tell you what, though, I have seen something just fantastically badass because I hate mosquitoes. I despise them. Mm-hmm. I got that sugar blood. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I got the same as, blood. Yeah, as soon as you step out. What's your blood type? Oh, I don't fucking know. Okay, because if you're the universal donor, they seem to like that more. That's what I've got. Okay. That could I have something to do with it. Well, there you go. There's your problem. And That's mosquitoes. why I don't get hit that yeah, much. There you go, yeah. They're all over me. Takes a second and a half. I saw a video. I'm like, <laughs> at some point, I was just like, remedies for getting rid of mosquitoes. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't want to buy a bunch of citronella candles and burn my house down. Right. I just wanted to know. And I saw this video for a little experimental, not practical, mind you, but very cool laser defense system. Very much that same anti-missile principle, mm-hmm. just miniaturized. They were using it to take out mosquitoes. What? And they had these super zoomed in ultra like uh high frame rate video sequences of mosquitoes getting blasted by this laser system (laughs) and they're flying right standard you know you can see the wings flutter it's moving so slow you know and then the wings become dust like they just they're gone in a wisp it's the trippiest looking visual and the body just curls in on itself just like putting it in there by flying pretty yeah just bip gone and i would give Anything to have a couple of those installed on my back porch. How does that even work? I don't understand. I just, it detects the movement and it gives it that quick little bit, you know, just that, there's a little zip of directed energy. Is it something you can see happen? Like I don't know. You... I've only ever seen what it does to the mosquito. I haven't seen like the actual mounting. That's incredible. I'd love to see that. Thing in the I can't world. imagine it's cheap. That's a, I'm gonna, some sharper image shit. Right yeah, there. right. I'm going to see if I can find the video and put it on Twitter. Okay. Because it's the greatest. That sounds awesome. I can't wait to like see that. Sounds like something to do this summer. Yeah, a nice <laughs> strong laser pointer away from the land on laser you. killer guys. Oh, Put there, boy. pew pew. It's not burning them. I need a strong. Do they still sell? Like I remember when we were kids, we you know we lived out in the country and we had bugs out there, wazoo out there, you know. Sure. And so my folks got one of those old hang oh, from a big pole bug zappers, bug zappers yeah. that that glow bright blue, and you know you just sit inside and just hear. Dam, dam, dam. <laughs> Well, now they got those things. It's like a small tennis racket. Yeah, that you see people online. That yeah, but that requires to put their tongue shit. on it and just to see how strong it zaps them, and then they'll send they're on the floor. I will say that um, an effective perimeter uh, defense against mosquitoes. Uh, me and some friends of mine used to get together every year at a big bonfire out at another place, my buddy's house in the country. That's right next to a huge woods, as oh, well, still sitting water. You yeah, know what I mean? Like yeah. standing water. Ooh, so they love that shit. Oh, that's their breeding ground. You know. So um, we had a big bonfire going, but they were still really getting to us. So we got some of that. Uh, it's like a big spray that you spray onto the ground, like in a big circle around where you're going to be. And I. I tell you, like like you were saying, that I'm like a magnet for mosquitoes. Sure. Didn't get touched that night. Man. Yeah. It's like a circle of salt. You're keeping yeah. the demons out. It really was. Because, I mean, there's like long grass everywhere. I mean, this, this was, we were on their turf at this sure. point, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like hostile territory. Yeah. And, uh, boy, it kept them off. So, recommendation See, for you. That's awesome. And I just want to take a moment to say... What a perfect little example of our retro roundtables here. I wish we could splice <laughs> together. It's like, today we're going to be talking about lasers and then hard cut to, I will say, an effective defense against mosquitoes is, <laughs> how do they get from A to Z? One thing that's supposed to be good for getting mosquitoes away from you is eating bananas. You know what? They hate potassium, apparently. Because I hate potassium, apparently. Just rub it on your body. I can't do bananas. I love bananas, but I hate anything that's banana flavored. I don't like either. That's like watermelon. 
Watermelon flavor is horrible. I love oh, watermelon. I love the artificial watermelon flavor. Watermelon yeah. flavor. Oh, no, God. No. Yeah, I also I love, too. like, the really sharp artificial lime flavor. It depends. Do you remember Mountain Dew Distortion? No. I... <sighs> Don't fix it if it's not broken. God, the, the, the original <laughs> missed out. Far too you, good. You'll never have your shot again, so don't worry. But I remember boy. it, but I don't remember taste. This is magic. I've never tasted a Mountain Dew other than the original one. That I was like, oh man, look at the Mountain Dew purist over here. <laughs> hey, the orange one and the blue one. I love Livewire. Oh, yeah, Livewire definitely. Voltage. Then I tried that red, white, and blue Mountain Dew on the Fourth of July that just tasted like. Ass and sad. Well, the Mountain Dew Black or whatever that. The Black is. No. <laughs> it's, it's almost. <laughs> What's next? Strong. Mountain Dew Clear. Ooh. You said you tried Wait, that. Wait, yeah. You? This is, they've got. Yeah, is there the one? Mountain Dew Ice. Yeah. Seriously, yeah, yeah. it's clear? Mm-hmm. I, I can't have it again. The day I tried it. It's, it's like see through, like Crystal Pepsi yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Seriously. I'm dead yeah. serious, my man. You're it's fucking on for a little while. No, no. <laughs> I was on like a pretty gnarly binge. I'd shut down. Way too many margaritas. Not proud of that. Not a hyper-masculine drink to be shutting Wasted up. away again in margaritas. Right? Searching uh, for a habit. shaker of salt. And I wanted to try one of these, and I got my hands on one. Took a sip, and I'm like, oh, that's decent. And then, like, filled the rest of the bottle up with vodka. And I was <laughs> out of fucking <laughs> commission for fate three there. days, yeah. dude. I destroyed myself that day. Well, so. I've reached out to grab one one day, but I was like, man, I don't... Want to not like it and then throw away a dollar or something? As I can recall, it tastes like bland. It, it tastes like flat Seven Up. Yeah, screw it's that. It's like man. lemon limey, but not really. Because like Mountain Dew. What are the, What is it again? What are you referring it's to? The Mountain Dew Ice. Mountain Dew Ice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's not very good. I, I believe you. <laughs> it takes no convincing. <laughs> I'm on board. Thank you. Next topic. That's why I'm stuck with the original. So lasers are pretty cool. Lasers right? are yeah. really cool, aren't they, though? Um, Medical applications. Oh, yeah. Shit. I didn't even That's think amazing. about that. Yeah. Yeah. Aren't there lasers that can, like, they can, like, make incisions inside you without, like, actually making an incision on yeah, the outside? Yeah, they've got all mm-hmm. kinds of things they can affect internally without blasting through your skin. You've got That's your, incredible. Even the like idea of, like... Inject a dye into that area or something like that yeah, that will react yeah. to the laser itself. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah, it, like, heats up that compound. Yeah. And then, and then LASIK surgery is still... May as well be magic to me. Because, the yeah. idea that they can fire concentrated light into your eye. It's like, oh, now I see better? That's crazy. Yeah. That's the opposite the of what happens when you lens stare at your eye off yeah and folding my good and... Uh, my good friend did he uh he wore glasses you know as long as i knew him and uh, once he got out of the military he had lasik surgery done and yeah he said it's the best thing he's ever done hot damn yeah good for I him i think it's pretty cheap now too so it's we become be a lot more affordable. Yeah. yeah yeah for sure wider spread you know less new so right. more availability of equipment also with medical lasers too i think they when they if they use it to cut you open it heals a hell of a lot faster because it's more of a a clean cut, or maybe they oh, burn yeah, yeah. burn you closed, right? Or, yeah, that's true. Same I'm not a principle doctor, as like cauterizing a wound, I suppose. Yeah. You know, yeah. Hmm. Precise. Never even thought about that. Yes. Yeah. I saw a movie once that was garbage, but uh, it was futuristic. They were on a spaceship that went wildly off course. Who cares? It was garbage. And this guy woke up in the morning, and he was getting ready to shave, and he had what looked like a standard. You know, whatever the futuristic equivalent of a Bic, whatever the hell is, you know, his little safety razor. And he pressed a button on the side and a little laser energy beam came out and scorched the stubble off his chin. Now, I don't know how you modulate such a device so that it doesn't eat through your cheek and cook your teeth, but I sure want that. Well, I would imagine the exact same way that we were just saying, that they can oh, use a yeah. laser to bypass your outer layer of skin to affect something inside you, you know, without, like you were saying, burning a hole yeah. straight through. Good point. Well, I want it. I want the laser razor. It almost reminds me of I that, would get it. the ladies' grooming tool called No-No, I think, that <laughs> yeah. women have actually had, like, layers of their skin burned off because... Yeah. What? Use it, our patented cancer blaster <laughs> to get rid of hair. It's a laser, hair. like, hair removal? I don't know exactly how it works, but it, it is a hair removal tool that it, it heats up, and some, some people have been pretty burned badly by it. Good Lord. The lengths people go to to rid themselves of hair. Yeah. I feel bad for them. I mean, I gave up I, on that fight a long time ago. I, I've Once been. Once it started coming in everywhere, I just yeah, gave up. Like, you won. This is who I am now. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I'm lucky in that aspect. I'm not a very hairy person, but I've known people who 
are so fucking hairy that it's just like coming out the top of their shirt, out their sleeves, like fucking Wolfman status. Robin Williams. Very much in that same vein. Yeah. And I just feel, I don't know. Should I feel bad for that? I mean, if it were me, I would be like, oh, get it off, get it off. But that's probably because I... I didn't grow with it. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. I, I tell you what. For, sorry, listeners at home. I'm a pretty hairy guy, like from the neck down. <laughs> I hope I didn't offend you. No, I don't give a shit. It's a situation. Hairy people are gross. <laughs> and I, gotta say, I don't know if you run into the same problem. I can't wear clothes that are like too tightly fitting because the, oh, the I know heat exactly retention is like way too efficient. And as soon as that gets like oh, pressed really? against me, I fucking overheat. Like I bought a pack of these little like. You know, the it's weird seeing them all white because you feel like they're supposed to be dingy, but like the sleeveless white T-shirts. Like if you're a, a 50-year-old deli owner in Brooklyn, this mm-hmm. is the shirt you wear to every occasion. And I was wearing some of those because, like, uh, I wanted to stay warm. Dude, the sweat is unreal. You just can't even imagine. Oh, man. Your whole body is just in rebellion. Yeah. It sucks, dude. It's like your own built-in down. Yeah, as long as there's a little space between you and the material... It breathes. Flow. Yeah. Well, not as only that, but like down. you've got a ponytail and sometimes taking it out, it feels really good because your hair gets sore on your scalp probably. Uh, uh, sometimes, yeah, it does. Uh, when I used to pull it back really tight. Yeah. Imagine like, that all, <laughs> all over your chest from wearing a shirt too tight where the hair gets matted down so long. Mm, no, I don't know. I, uh, it sounds like it would be unfortunate, but at the same time, my physique and what I got going on is more of like what a prepubescent boys they got happening. Have you ever seen Mr. Burns without his shirt on? Very similar to that. Just a little tiny little patch of something right in the middle, and then the rest is as bare as a baby's bottom. Oh, boy. So, lasers. Count your many blessings. <laughs> This is a weird episode. Yeah. Uh, that's that's how we like them. No guest shit gets weird. That's the rule. <laughs> okay, what about uh, just the effects lasers? Not only visually, but uh, in sound effects, had on like the '80s. Very defining Dude. of the '80s. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at Stranger Things is kind of a great example of their intro. Yeah, the intro sequence. Think of any dance club in the '80s, real or in a movie or otherwise. Mm-hmm. What's happening in the background? Lasers. 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 Yeah. Laser of, Floyd, man. Yeah, the print on any shirt from the 80s. What does the background look mm-hmm. like? Lasers. It's like yeah. lasers. It's like a field of lasers in a grid with mm-hmm. more lasers in the back. That was the whole aesthetic. They have. They even went as far as to put lasers in the music. I mean, think of how many yeah. laser sound effects you hear in like uh, in songs now. I'm, I'm sure like the music playing behind us right now probably has a laser sound Give it time on. somewhere. Actually, let's listen really quick. There it was. There you got it. Here it pew, pew. I sure hope there's a sound effect. I, I was about to say, do you have confidence in your ability? To... I'll make something happen. <laughs> if it's just going to be you whispering like, <laughs> That's something happening. I could make that go. happen. I believe as long it. as it goes with the music. And yeah. the right. Perfect. How about laser shows? I went to Pittsburgh and they had uh, the Carnegie Music or Carnegie Science Center. They had laser nine-inch nails where you just mm. sit in the auditorium and they'd play music to the song. I'd watch that. No, I, I had tickets sweet. to go to uh, Dark Side of the Moon laser show and uh, I think I've decided not to. I think I saw that one, too. I'm sure that'd be cool. But, but, uh, heavily, heavily, heavily influenced that night. Yeah. Never forget that one, man. Ooh, it was 3D, too. Yeah. Don't they do those kind of stuff at, uh, at like, uh, planetariums, too? Planetariums. Planetarium. <laughs> The planet Arium. <laughs> the planet Arium. Oh, what else? Uh, what about, uh, I don't know if they, I mean, I know they have, like, lasers as, like, trip wires to set off alarms, sure. but you've seen in, the like, uh, museum, like, heist movies, <laughs> like, we got lasers gritting the floor and all kinds of zigzag through the room that people do acrobatics and all kinds of flips through that if they were to touch one, it may set, not only set off alarm, but cut them, you know. Yeah, yeah. If you know gymnastics, you can usually get through those kind of lasers. <coughs> Laser, if they're guarding a hallway and there's beams going across, always the gymnasts can flip yeah. and flop through there. You know, I'm thinking if the thing that's being guarded is really worth guarding, they're going to set up those lasers in an impassable sort of grid. Usually, you know? yeah. <laughs> I would think so. Alright, we're all set unless some sexy woman in a black cat suit manages <laughs> to stretch her way through. <laughs> 
<laughs> and she would. But oh, they always damn. they always put the gem right under like a heating duct too. Oh yeah, that's always the downfall. Yep, you have the most Where? effective laser grid you want. I'm coming Any old Tom Cruise can just rappel down and exactly. lift. Exactly, yep. exactly. Real life shit here. This is I remember there was a MacGyver treats. An episode of MacGyver, he had to get through a doorway that had laser beams going across it, and luckily enough, next to the door that he had to get through was a fiber optic like. Decorative plant thing. <laughs> so he pulled one of those fiber optic uh, rods out and put one on one side and one on the other side, and the light carried right through the fiber optic thing, so he's able to get through. Fucking MacGruber. I like how you said, uh, luckily. Yeah, yeah, it was there. Got it. What are the yeah. odds? Yeah. Let's put this nice piece of fiber optic decoration right as by if the luck laser has field. anything to do with MacGyver's success. <laughs> Lock him in that room where we have the decorative plant made of keys. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got, guys? I'm tapped on laser stuff. We've talked medical lasers. We talked laser weapons. Okay. Uh, what I else? feel like James Bond invented lasers from the one movie. Because I, I keep... Saying it started in the 60s, I don't know how far back James Bond movies goes back, especially with uh, Sean Connery. But there was one where he was sitting on a table, and it was Dr. No, I think it was. Oh, and the laser slowly burning yeah. through the slab. You expect me to talk? No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. And then maybe you should aim that thing right at his heart. Yeah. Smash yeah. the fire button. But did, no, I wonder if that to... was before the invention of lasers. Innovative movies. Well, I mean, that... Harking back to what we were saying earlier, I mean, all the way back to the 30s, you can see in film and cinema, like, use of lasers. I can think of, uh, was it like This Planet Earth? Maybe one of those old films that uh, Mystery Science Theater did, the spaceships shooting pew-pew yeah. lasers at, out and uh, stuff. You know, the original War of the Worlds radio broadcast, oh, yeah, the Martian yeah. oh, yeah. blasters. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they definitely predate the 60s. It's... Uh, I don't know. I, wonder, I just. I hope we someday get that lightsaber. I don't ever want to own one, but it'd be cool to see other people lock yeah. their arms off. You know, <laughs> <laughs> just gingerly wave it around. I'm good on that. Jeez. <laughs> All right. Well, do we want to move on from lasers into another topic since we got the time in the world to burn? Let's do it. Let's keep it yeah. moving. Okay. What else we got over there? What were we going to do? Uh, we were talking about cliffhangers. So cliffhangers. All right. What was it? It was J.R. Who shot, shot J.R. in Dallas that sparked this from 1980? So uh, one that comes to mind for me, and I think is probably harking right back to who shot J.R. is who shot Mr. Burns in the, <laughs> yeah. the Simpsons' uh, six-season cliffhanger, I believe it was. It was the, what, the premiere where you found out who it was, wasn't it? It so was. And they summer for it. Boy, it was a big deal, too. Yeah. I mean, like, it was all over magazines and shit. I remember TV Guide had a whole, like, investigative thing on it because there was a contest going where you... There were clues laced in the episode that you could oh, follow, geez. and you could solve the mystery, and... Um, I was wrong. <laughs> I guessed it was Wayland Smithers, but they—they they, he was the like the Plan B person. Yeah, it was oh. in the end. But if you get the, there's an episode where they uh, look back over the Simpsons career and they play uh, unused footage and they played the alternate ending to it where it was Smithers. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, it was Maggie, and of course we should have seen that coming right <laughs> away. But the one person you would have never thought, yeah, the baby. Yeah. Anyway, what do we got? Twin Peaks comes to mind. Don't know it. Uh, <laughs> moving on. No, I, tell me. I, I don't know. There were only ever two seasons made of Twin Peaks back in its heyday, and God help me, I can't remember. No, is it? It's it's come back, and it's still it going. It had come back. I believe it is done now. Did it? Was it just an, one extra season? I, I think so. All right. Was so it just like a wrap up season, or I think was so. it trying to keep it going, but so it didn't really more pick of a wrap up? Yeah. yeah. And uh, I remember watching both seasons back to back in like this twenty five hour endurance marathon thing that I actually paid for. Jesus, but it was it was a good time, and I loved the show. And at the end, it fucking you've had time. I'm going to tell you how it ends. <laughs> the main character gets possessed by this spirit who has essentially been the antagonist since day one, who's the one responsible for all these murders and strange goings-on. And it ends with him smashing his head into a mirror, and he looks in the mirror, and you can see his reflection is that demon, that killer thing. And you're like, oh, shit. And then the show got canceled. 
That's it. Oh my god! It was really god. that. De- I didn't yeah, know it was dude, that deep in. No, it, it was. Bam, done. And oh. then last year, they brought it back. Like, and they right, answered the question. This shit off, yeah. So I had time. I'm a bad fan. I haven't seen the new season yet. Had that much? Oh, so you haven't seen? Okay, I, I was going to say not like as good. And I was but, worried. Uh, did they pick right back up though? I mean, so my understanding is they were like, bam, picking right back. So between season two and three, these characters age like 15, 20 years, like, <laughs> something like that, and nobody noticed. You know, another thing that never got any resolution. Uh, remember, my name is Earl. There was a resolution. If you watch. Uh, Raising Hope. How'd they resolve it? They, the family on Raising Hope was watching TV, or the TV was on in the background, and it was a news reporter saying that a man that made his list to do good deeds finally finished it or something like that. No, but, but they never answered the cliffhanger that they left the series on. I don't remember what it was. It was, they found out that, remember Joy and Crab Man? Uh-huh. It was with Crab Man, yeah, yeah. and they had the kids. They found out that the kids they thought was his... Weren't even crab mans, and they they like they didn't know whose kids they were, and that's what they left it on. Wow, I don't yeah. remember that. I guess they did wrap up the, the like his story. Darnell, I, I think his name was. Yeah. He was funnier than oh, yeah. hell. Like, he was one of the best parts of that show. Mm-hmm. Then he, he was like so a, chill and laid back all the didn't time. Then he have a pet turtle too. He was always caring about. And, yeah. <laughs> oh man, he was a great character. One show that every every episode, and I think a lot of shows followed that kind of suit. Ever since was uh, lost. Oh yeah, I've never watched because their whole marketing angle was just like, "Hey, what the fuck's going on?" Yeah, there'd be a question, and all of a sudden, boom! Next week, oh, and it was just itching, itching, itching for the next week to come in and watch it. You know what show? Now I did go through this with the first show, Weeds, but the second one, Breaking Bad. Both of those shows had some serious cliffhangers. Yeah. Now, yeah. Breaking Bad, like, we didn't start watching until it was all done and had been out on Netflix. So, you know, we didn't have to feel the actual burn from sure. those cliffhangers. But makes you oh, keep watching it. was it, gnarly. Though. In Weeds, we did. I can't <laughs> imagine. Because, I mean, just before, like, I could press play on the next episode, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, you serious. know? Oh, I keep thinking I would like to rewatch Breaking Bad, but yeah. that's a commitment, man. I only Dude. got through... Some of season two, I think we made it through. You haven't finished it yet? No, Misty. It's, it's too stressful for me. I can't. I can't. Oh it's my god! Stressful. If you're that stressed at season two, <laughs> I can imagine that last season was a drain on my soul. But my god, it was so good, and I would do it again. It's just it wouldn't be the same, you know, knowing what happens now. But you have to watch it, man. You There's have so much to you could probably it. pick up on watching it again, though. You'd be like, oh, I never even thought of that. This show is like so crushingly nostalgic for me. Like I got into it a little late in the game, but not before the series had concluded. So I got to feel like the tail end of that hype, you know. Right. And it was in a super transitional time in my life, like moving between states and all the stuff. I remember going to premieres for recent episodes. There was a big dinner when it ended. I was, I had this girlfriend at the time, and we were watching it together off and on. She was like. Uh, I, th- I think Walt's really, you know, he just enjoys it too much. And I was like, fuck you. That's stupid. You know, I just, I <laughs> Walt's a good person. He's just trying to provide for his family. I don't know. Point of the matter is, is it was a something about that show, man. It just sort of, I can't watch it again because it encapsulates such a weird time. I kind of mm. want to leave it alone, you know. That's a good point. I, I don't know. I think uh, going back to it, it might change the original experience, actually. Yeah. And I have come across it on AMC before, and I might sit and watch it for a little bit, but I'll then move on. I don't know. That last season was just so uh, fucking dark. My God. Yeah, it was. But uh, you got to watch it, man. Yeah. you got to watch it. you got to watch it. Let's talk about cliffhanger fatigue. Let's talk about Walking Dead. Okay. That show's fucking exhausting. Yeah, it is. Because they lace out over a season what can be said in an episode. Exactly. And and everything that happens is like they're building up to this big confrontation. And then something diffuses it. And then the season is them building up to a big confrontation, which either happens or it doesn't, but ends up not being as climactic as you'd think. And then it just... Burr, 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 burr. It's just puttering along. And I'm tired. I'm tired, AMC. Let it die. Yeah, a lot of people are still uh, chasing that carrot, though, man. I know. I think Falling Skies was kind of like that. It would end on a cliffhanger. They'd get ahead, and then all of a sudden they'd get torn back down again. But they only kept it going for like 
I think it was only like three seasons where they ended mm-hmm. up finally finishing it. And so you're like, thank God. And they finished it well. So you were, mm-hmm. you felt really good at the end of it. You know, I, I'm sure like, uh, with any, with any, uh, TV show, when you bring a new character on, you watch the flux and ratings and the, you know, depending one way or the other, like if they're bad, okay, we'll maybe keep them around for a season, kill him off. But I mean, the reaction to him was so big and so enormous, you know, they're going to keep that dude around for yeah. a long time. He's not going down anytime soon. And spoiler alert, we're going to talk a little bit of walking dead here. You've seen, Carl's demise. Uh, I haven't seen it Coral. happen, but I know that it does. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't care. Um, well, I don't want to. Well, he was bitten in the last one, so I figured he's going down. I okay. Way. Well, I. But yeah, but I don't want to spoil anything okay. for you, so I'll just <laughs> let you watch it. But um, sure. I don't think he's going anywhere. I don't think we're going to see him die. Hmm. Maybe way down the line, but no. <laughs> I thought he already had, from what I've just heard. Coral. Well, like. Oh, he has. Oh, okay. Negan. I'm talking oh, about Negan. Oh, okay. Negan. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think he's going anywhere yeah, anytime soon. He's the most charismatic part of that show. Oh, for sure. He's the... F- God, he's such a dick, but he's the only one that I feel any anything for. You know what I mean? I see him, I'm like, ah, there he is. Ah, he's, he's the character. He's got quips. He's funny in moments. He's human now and again. He's a terrible person, but... Yeah. I think a lot of mean, shows do that. They have that kind yeah, of person yeah. that you just fucking hate, but they can't get rid of him because then what's going to happen to the show right. after that? You need to watch uh, those those later episodes. I love that there's an actual like relationship between him and Rick now. You know, it's not just good guy, bad guy. Yeah, you're yeah. the bad guy you need to kill. Like there's something happened in there with those characters. Right. I can get behind that. And it gets a little bit deeper in that episode. So uh I'll check it out. Watch I'll, it. I'll check it out tonight. Screw it. But yeah, don't uh don't hold your breath that <laughs> Negan's gonna bite it in the next episode. No. I just hate that name. Negan? It's weird. Yeah. He's a badass character. I'll give yeah. it to him. He uh he he's, he makes me feel less of a man when I see him. I like Jeffrey Dean Morgan a lot, though. I think that's the thing. Anyone else in that role, I'd be like, eh, but he pulls it off. Mm-hmm. He's he's just good all the way he's around. Fucking, he's the comedian. He's comedian, man. Come he's on, the comedian. yeah, yeah. He was he was so good in that role yeah, too. He was. Uh, didn't he? I thought he made a special request to like swear more in the movie when he read the script he's like more profanity I need to curse a lot <laughs> like some, really yeah yeah like they diverged from the script a little bit so that he could uh, curse more we lost a little bit of respect for him after Negan hit big because then there were Dish Network commercials where he was dressed as Negan and he was sitting there like pointing at the camera with his bat like eeny meeny miny I'll uh, just mug. playing off the like he's like choosing the one he's gonna kill and then it's like he's just choosing a channel sitting on his couch in his outfit like what <laughs> come on no shame have oh, we God. I think they did that with uh, Time Warner at one point where there was a bunch of zombies in the living room and Daryl shoots one oh yeah I saw that like, one was even worse doing? he's like sorry ma'am yeah, he's he can't even uh, act really well in those commercials. I mean, you can just you might as well just be standing there with like a bag with a dollar sign on it. Just like, okay, I'm here. <laughs> oh, it's like the God. It was this is what happens when we don't have a guest. There's a Family Guy skit that I saw where uh, they were watching TV, and it's like we now return to Brian Cranston sneezes. I don't know if you've seen that. <laughs> is it really Brian Cranston? It's really Brian Cranston. Yeah. live action. He's like, why don't you? And someone hands him an Emmy from off screen. He's like, oh, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I did see that. <laughs> it's like they reach that level of recognition where it's just. It's cool when people can be self-referential, but. Cool about themselves yeah, like that. Yeah. You know, because like Tom Cruise and the whole in the closet thing on South Park. I think he got pretty wicked pissed about that. Oh, I can see that. Uh, was even trying to take legal measures. What are you going to do? You're going to fight South Park? The only thing to <laughs> yeah. do when South Park takes the piss out of you is to roll like over. roll with the punch. Yeah. You got to lean into that shit. Oh yeah, for like sure. Like George Clooney smelling his own farts. <laughs> and that's funny cuz they're supposedly <laughs> friends with him or at least what were at one point in their life. Sure. <laughs> Remember the uh the smug alert? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like all because of your gay little song. <laughs> yeah. Like this cloud of smug is going to merge with the smug from George Clooney's acceptance speech from the Oscars. <laughs> you didn't hear it? He actually took credit for uh what was it? Civil rights movement. Hey, that's or something. Right. Yeah. 
Anyway, cliffhangers. Cliffhangers. We're, uh, we got to list a couple There's more There's a here. cliffhanger for you. Will they ever get back on topic? Who knows? <laughs> oh, one that I always love to hear people bitching about was uh, the Lord of the Rings, the endings of the Lord of the Rings. Especially oh, the, yeah. first, the first movie, The Fellowship, because it just pretty much ended. It yeah. really did, yeah. It really did. Because in the theater, there was no build-up to an end. It was just like, like bit end. Yep. yep. Like, oh, fuck. All right, okay. let's look at the, uh, the horizon and then credits. Yeah. What the hell? Nothing happened. I, I loved it just because I knew I knew it was going to be three. I mean, you knew it was going to be three movies. Oh yeah, it was course. a long story anyway. They couldn't. I mean, that was probably the best place to end it right there sure. before stuff started getting good. Have you ever sat down and watched all the extended cuts on end? Yep, I watched me and my buddy did that. We did What's all that, three like movies. A Fifteen hour watch. Uh, yeah, something like that. So, that's pushed through. It was fucking crazy, man. <laughs> it was rough. It was good, though. Man, it was good. I haven't done that all in one sitting. I did watch, like, the Watchmen Ultimate Super Edition, where they, like, spliced in Tales from the Black Freighter. That's like a six-hour extravaganza. Yeah, I think I've seen that, actually. That was cool. It was like a poker night. We were up to, like, seven. That was rough. I had to work. Last time I watched, I mean, it wasn't even the extended versions, just the regular ones, but Lord of the Rings, I uh, this is years ago. I had stayed overnight at a buddy's house after uh, drinking all night. Oh, and I slept on the couch and woke up with my back fucked up, like to the point where I could barely walk. Jeez. <laughs> and I had to go home and lay like on the ground, like flat. On the hard floor. For... Yeah. Like the rest of the day, and uh, I just laid there and watched Lord of the Rings all day. <laughs> yeah, whatever works. Another chapter of my sad, sad life. <laughs> all right, forty-six minutes. We good? I think so. We good? Okay. Spent more time on lasers, but did we? No. <laughs> Very few mention the lasers, but hey, it's just a jumping board, right? A springboard into That's conversation. I just hope people have stuck around long enough to get this far. God, wouldn't that be special? It really would. Hey, guys, all three of you. <laughs> Still here? How are you doing? What you thinking? All right. Well, with that behind us, let's just swing open the door to the comic vault. And I think uh, I think I'll just go first this week, if that's all right well, with you guys. I guess I'll just go fuck myself. It's been about three weeks that's since right. you did one, I think. Yeah, <laughs> it has been. I've been busy. I've been dang busy. All right. So, um, what I'm going to be talking about, like I said at the beginning of the episode, is uh, Off Girl. I have talked about this before. We've all mentioned it before. Did, oh, yeah. No, we haven't had her on. I don't think she's been on no, the show. No, we haven't had her for like an in-person interview. Right. In-person, quote-unquote. She's one of our founders on Patreon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and she pays in the tier where we got to get help her get the word out more Indeed. so than we typically do. And uh, though we've made some mention of it here and there, I think we need to toot that horn a little bit louder. So uh, she had sent all of us uh, copies of issues one through three uh, of Off Girl. And um, last time I talked about this in the comic vault was just issue one. So I decided to look into issue two. And again, I'm going to be very vague with uh, what I say here because I don't want to give too much up. I just want to uh, lace intrigue across people's... Mm -hmm. uh, If the premise doesn't have you intrigued yet, then... you can't yeah. be helped, can you? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, the main premise, again, a, a a very attractive young lady who, when she orgasms, <laughs> kills the guy that she's that's brought her to orgasm. Well, in issue one, we see that, you know, for years she's been taking medication to suppress this, to suppress the ability to have an orgasm, just so that way someone doesn't die. Well... Issue one, again, is kind of like a uh, setup, a demonstration of what happens. She's on the subway, her medication's worn off, and, and apparently she's very easily turned on. And um, she falls into orgasm in the subway and ends up killing, what, three or four people instead of just the w- one yeah, person. It was like a shockwave. <laughs> right. And there was, a, there was like an entity that shot out of her and threw these people that killed them. And the one guy it went through didn't kill. So, and at the same time, there's this killer on the loose called the Stiletto Killer. He's got, uh, he lures these young, attractive women to his house, strips them down to their underwear, puts them on treadmills, and uh, still kind of unclear (laughs) so far on what his, uh, what his end game is with that. But anyway, their, their paths haven't crossed yet. I mean, that's, that's what it's building to. Their paths are going to cross. Well, with issue two, what you kind of learn is she uh, is conversing with 
some of her friends and finding out they're, they're questioning her last experience. Why did so many people die? Finding out that it's not only someone that would bring her orgasm, but anyone that she's touched. And the reason that one guy didn't get uh, killed is because he didn't help her up. He didn't touch her in any way. Everyone else was trying to help her up after she had fell. Everyone that died. And comes to find out what they discover is that this curse or power or whatever you want to call it goes all the way back to Adam and Eve. But it's, it's more, it's, it's Adam and Lilith in this here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I'm not sure why that is. I mean, maybe there's an actual reason for that. There's biblical a biblical, reason. yeah, yeah, Lilith, she's some kind of... That's why it's oh. Lilith fair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. I think... I just thought of the Sarah McLaughlin concert. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know the particulars. I don't really know my Bible, but she's like a temptress figure, kind of a a sinful entity. Okay. Fraser's wife. It's (laughs) right. A higher power, I'm assuming, to be God. One would have meant a godlike force. A godlike force is telling Lilith, stay with Adam. You know, Adam's sitting there saying, you're here for my pleasure. And she's like, no, I'm, I'm out of here. It shows her going off and the whole time, you know, this higher power, this God saying, come back, come back, get back to where you're supposed to be. I'm warning you. And she finally comes across another person and has sex with them. And from there on, like while they're having sex, that person dies. Because oh, this is now the curse that you were going to... Bear is anyone you have like sex with. The mark of pain in a way, I guess. Kind of, yeah, like, very much so. But this is also passed down through family. So this is something that's come to her, you know, through thousands of years. Like, Wow, and you that, can trace your bloodline all the way back to Lilith. They didn't trace it back <laughs> that way. They just said, this kind of sounds like, ah. and they pulled up this book of uh, lore or whatever it was. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. that's where I'm going to leave it. But I got to say, again, I think I said this before the first time I mentioned <coughs> it. A book about a girl who kills people when she orgasms. I mean, that's, gonna, that's going to introduce some pretty... Uh, not suggestive, but uh, what's this titillating? It's a risque kind of topic, you know. And when I say that, you know, I've seen people try to attempt that in the past that don't have the great artists or aren't great artists themselves, and you get some cross-eyed looking mongoloid and who's <laughs> getting banged or something, and it just doesn't work. <laughs> this it works like yeah. this character is gorgeous the artwork is gorgeous it's, and it is yeah it this almost feels trite but like it's tastefully done you oh know? my god yes it, it's not done so. with the intention to be some you know sleazy tool of arousal you know there's a, no. yeah, there's a story at work here yeah a great story at that so I strongly recommend you check it out. Go to offgirl.com and you can uh, find the project on Twitter at <coughs> offgirlhero. So, uh, again, strong recommendation. Check it out. Yeah. Yeah, boy. I want to go next. Go next. Do it. Now, this one is from the website. Is It's from Giant in the Playground Comics. And the website is giantitp.com. And the comic is The Order of the Stick. And it kind of reminds me of... South Park and the Stick of Truth. Just a bunch of kids. Yeah, kind of that way. It's a bunch of people playing a role-playing game, like D&D type. Mm-hmm. But it's narr- It's not narrated. It's drawn that like the Stick of Truth, how the, all the kids are their, their class. And they go on the adventure and the whole time, like, they'll be out of character talking, but it's in the comic. And the artwork is all just stick figure done. Oh, I see. So, like, they're playing, but at the same time, they're, like, on an actual adventure? Yeah, exactly. And there's one part that stands out. They just got done uh, killing this goblin king, and the warrior and mage start arguing about levels. The mage gets excited because she got all this XP. She's like, oh, I got all this XP so I can level up. And the warrior's talking about going down a level because he saw some stairs. And they start arguing about going down or up a level and the mage is like well no we want to go up a level because then you know there'll be stronger monsters and my my new spells will be stronger and this and that and the guy's like no we're gonna go down a level because if you go down level down a level there'll be stronger monsters and we can fight them she's like no why would you go down a level and go fight stronger monsters because you're not gonna end up <laughs> you're not gonna end up defeating them it's this whole huge argument they have is hilarious hmm but it's it's very fun 
I, you say go up a level, monsters get stronger. Makes me think of one type of video game going down where the monsters get stronger. Makes me think of only Diablo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know? very much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but she thought she was talking going up a level and like her skills rank. But he didn't understand. Oh, I see. So he, he wanted to go down where they're stronger, but she wanted I to go. I see. Yeah. Okay. I was kind of lost there That's for a minute. I, was, I thought you might have been starting to get a little bit lost. <laughs> I was starting to get lost in the, the okay. conversation. So it's, okay, misinterpretation uh, yeah. of the, the word level. Got you. What was it called again? It was called? Order of the Stick. Order, yeah, the Order of the Stick. And there's like a thousand... Pages of this, Man, so it's been around. That's for a been while. going on since I was in like middle school. Really, at least, yeah. I've never heard of it <clears throat> until now. All right, cool, good stuff. Jakey, what you got? I want to talk about a podcast, like I said, and I've mentioned oh, them right. uh, briefly before, but I want to dedicate a little time to it because I've been absorbing it at a much faster rate than they can produce it lately. I've been I pretty when that happens, yeah. Yeah, and it's not like they're not consistent. They've got stuff coming out all the time. I mean, every season has, I think, at least 25 episodes. Wow. So they're not skimping, you know. But uh, it's called the No Sleep Podcast. And the premise is pretty simple. You've got a loose narrative framework, a fellow by the name of David Cummings, who's kind of the MC, I guess you'd call him, who introduces each story, kind of bridges the gap between them. And these are all user-submitted amateur horror fiction stories. Where they get them, I don't know. I think at this point in the podcast, them being so established, they accept submissions rather than trawling the depths of the internet for the good stuff, Mm. which I suspect they did earlier on. But... You know, I've talked about a lot of uh, a lot of horror comics in that same vein, where every every comic's a little different. You get a little something new, little vignettes, and I love that because I don't know, I have trouble paying attention to things. <laughs> so that really speaks to me, and I love to sit down for forty five minutes, an hour at a time, do something, listen to this podcast, and and the next time it's completely different. And I got to tell you, the production value is extraordinary. Uh, you've got fantastic voice actors. They've got their own music produced by their own musicians. I mean, it's it's really it's really flourished. At this point, they're actually doing live shows, selling out all over the country and beyond, and uh, I've just been stuck on it lately. Hmm. No Sleep Podcast, absolutely worth checking out. And uh, I don't know, it's, 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 hard to, uh, it's hard to say what you're in for, because episode per episode... It changes... You get yeah, two, three, sometimes. Is it five just people like stories. sitting having conversation? Or are they doing? What's the They're premise? They're acting of the show? it out. It's narrative, so it'll be someone kind of narrating a story to you. There'll be sound effects, music, things of that nature, a bit like a radio drama. Okay, and it's not quite episodic, but it's like uh, think of it in the same vein as Twilight Zone. I was just going to ask. Yeah, yeah, okay. very much like that. And uh, they release half of each episode for free. Every time they upload, uh, and that half is usually about an hour, an hour and ten minutes long. Damn! And you can pay a dollar for the other half, which is not bad, pretty reasonable. Yeah, yeah. And I think a season subscription is less than the price of uh, you know each episode. It's just, it's awesome, and I've been just consuming it constantly lately. So I figured I'd give them a shout out. Dude, now the the well, <clears throat> I should I'm going to ask this, but not keep it in the episode. Do those guys? Um, uh, do they do anything else that lends them to a large audience that they're able to tour or anything? I mean, what's these guys' history? Do you know them? As far as I know, they just do that podcast. How do these people get? I don't. I don't understand it either. Well, that sounds cool, Jake. It's no cool sleep podcast. Yeah, I'll have to check that out because I keep yeah. seeing stuff about audio drama podcasts, but I don't mm. want to get into some like. Romance thing or something that I don't really. Oh, see, this is great because it's about. something different every time. Hell, it's two or three different things per episode every time. Hmm. So if you don't like one, skip ahead ten minutes. And there's something completely new. You know, hmm. I'll give it a listen. Yeah. I need stuff to listen to at work. I paint to it. Oh. It's my go-to painting pod. There you go. Yeah. I wish it was Candare, but what are you going to do? do I like <laughs> not listening to Candare? <laughs> I've gotten busted at work listening to us. 
Oh, seriously? Yeah, I'll come over and then someone will stand there and be like, oh, we're going to pause it. Oh, you're listening to yourself, huh? I'm like, it was the post. We just posted it. I'm just listening to well, it. That's, yeah, you don't hear it. That's the, when you're hearing it for the first time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not like I've I get it. It's in there backtracking on all the Yeah, yeah. Like, well, there's I've been done times, a couple that I've done that because they were so fun. There's sometimes I have to, uh, like, I don't have time to sit here and listen to the episode before I can post it, you know, like a quality check process. Yeah. So I'll take it to work and, you know, skip around in it or. I'll just listen to it through to see if I hear anything. And thank God sometimes I do because <laughs> I find and fix some pretty atrocious mistakes. I don't know how to get under my radar. But, um, yeah, that would be embarrassing as fuck, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, you're listening to yourself, huh? <laughs> wow. No, it's <laughs> my one twin brother. It's just, you know. I don't listen to anything else, just me. <laughs> I'm the best form of entertainment out there. <laughs> Podcast rules. No one compares. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, I think that's an episode, right? I that's think it. so. Well, Jack. We don't need anyone's permission. We can just make that decision today. <laughs> we can. We're in charge here. Jack, what do we got on the website? You go to candairpodcast.com where you can check out our special guest page, listen to the show, follow us on our social media, visit the Hall of Heroes, see the Wall of Justice, which we got to get back on that. Yeah, it's right. It's been a long time. Check out some of the videos from our YouTube page. Check, click on the merch button. And if you have any comments, complaints, or would you like to be a guest and promote your work, give us an email on our contacts page. And don't forget, folks, Twitter, at CannedAirPod, and Instagram, at Canned underscore Air. Pop by, like some things, retweet some others. Just say hello. I guarantee you'll appreciate your time there. Very good. Very good. And with nothing else to add to all this, I'm just going to go ahead and say, until next time, I'm Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. I'm Jake Runyon. Thanks for listening, everyone. It's one thing to break a window, but it's another to blame Simple Billy. You should be inside listening to the Candare podcast. What about the window? I guess you shouldn't have broke it. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Coming up on 5-Minute News, I'm Anthony Davis. You might think it's partisan because maybe it's critical of one side or the other, but it's not. It's just the truth. And I think that's also something that's kind of unusual for Americans listening to the radio or to podcasts because the news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So 5-Minute News is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased and essential world news daily.